It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on www.twintalkcast.com. And on the biggest internet radio network in the world, that's live365.com because we are big like that. And we broadcast live every Tuesday night to the world. Also, you can catch us on podcasts on TwinTalkCast.com. Subscribe for free or just uh, stream them on demand. Uh, yeah, iTunes too, because we're iTwins. Just look for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And uh, yeah, we're doing it out of Tio Luis's garage to the world, because that's how we roll, because we got our tools handy here. And we're really, really glad. We got tools here, baby. We're honored that you guys we joined. We got power tools here. <laughs> we're honored Ciao. that... We are honored that you join us every week as we bring it to you live and we bring um, our very unique twin perspective because Jose, myself, and Angel are identical twins. Genetically. Now, Charlie, man, I try really hard not to look identical to you. Well, shit. scientifically, we are identical twins. We share the same DNA, but we share nothing else. But you know what? I was born after you, eh? Because you were the rough draft, eh? I'm like the final piece, eh? <laughs> Shoo! <laughs> Anyway, on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we bring you the unique twin perspective that only uh, a couple of guys like my brother and I can bring on things about regarding politics, entertainment, the world, alcoholics, boobs. <laughs> and while we're at it, here in Theo Luis's garage, we have these amazing people come to visit us, amazing guests. We, we have, do. We've had some pretty kick-ass guests here. I mean, you, you name it. I mean, that bato that got all beat up. Rodney King. Yeah, eh? and then he died. His last interview was here. Eh? His last interview was with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and then he croaked. <laughs> <laughs> we've had musical guests. Uh, we've also had comedians. Hey, the last com comic standing winner for 2010, Felipe Esparza. Come back, the homies. Yeah, Candlebox was here performing. The rock band Candlebox. And uh, also some really cool uh, local bands like El Sonido Callejero. Yeah, man. We had them here last week. Uh, 11 to 38. 11 to 38, uh, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, Angel was segueing right into it. He was trying to tell you that, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, all our shows are available for podcasts. And uh, if you want to check out last week's show, tell them about last week's show, Angel. Last week was cool because you were gone, eh? <laughs> so it was me and uh, um, my uh, my co-host, my co-pilot was Jackie, and uh, we rocked it. Eh? We uh, we had uh, a call in from uh, Zach Calvier. He is the assistant media director for the Yes on Proposition Thirty Seven. That's the label genetically modified food uh, uh, initiative uh, uh, that's on the ballot. He called in and talked about the whole David and Goliath uh, story against the uh, big. Uh, you know, the people against the big companies. Okay, and what else did you have? We also had a cool-ass band. They're like a ska, rock, norteña, cumbia band called El Sonido Callejero. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I don't hear all that. 
when you talk about the, they sound great, but when you talk about all these influences, all well, I hear is a cumbia band. Dude. They're they're no, you you're we're talking Sonido Callejero. They had the the accordion going and the and the bass line and shit, and it was in Spanglish. Okay, it's pretty dope ass. They they shared two of her tracks, one of them off of their. Uh, El Sonido Callejero album and one that uh, they just released for their upcoming album. That one's called La Fuerza Humana. And also, um, of course, uh, I called in. You did, man. You're control freak. It, no, it was kind of it was kind of interesting. Well, you control, were listening, bro. Control freak, my foot. But let me tell you, I listened to the whole <laughs> show and I only called in twice. I was, you see, I, it was a good ass show, huh? I was listening to the show, and I must say, um, uh, the technically it was a pretty technically sound show. I must say, Angel, for the first time you engineered hey, it. Hey, yeah, oh, I did engineer it for the first time. I had a couple of spots, like, like uh, a little bit of dead air, and then, and then my shout out started. The music started like almost at the end, <laughs> but the well, shout outs were still there. Ladies and gentlemen, like we say over and over again, we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage, and we're janking it. And um, it's situ- and you know what, Mijo? I drank a six pack here in the garage, and y- you weren't here. Right? See, when the when the uh, what's what is it when, when the, the cat is out? Exactly that saying. Anyway, uh, we broadcast. What's another name for we cat? really do. Bro- <laughs> we really do broadcast out of a garage, and uh, and uh, the way we do it is that we I actually engineer the show, which means I handle the audio and the music and the tracks and stuff. Um, Angel, of course, handles the co-hosting and talent. And uh, Jackie, she's Jackie Casas handles all the news and dirty laundry. So let's introduce her. That what, what what do we got? Well, let's talk about today's show. Today, oh yeah, and today, stay tuned because today we have uh, a fantastic show. As always, we have a fantastic show. We have Sam from Topless Maids. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Sam, and and he's only on a first name basis. Yes, eh? he's only in our chat. No, I'm only first naming. <laughs> it's funny because those like kinda, a pimp, right? <laughs> Those kind of businesses, aren't they always just first name basis? They never want to give you their last name. Play it again, Sam. But they tell you, hey, they t- hey we're legit. We're legit. Well, then tell me your last name. <laughs> anyway, Sam from, from top, top, Topless top. Maids. Let me tell you, Topless Maids is exactly what you hear. Hottoplessmaids.com. You can go on there and you can hire a maid for a couple hundred dollars to come over for a couple hours and clean your house topless while she's Nice, topless. dude. This is a... That's a respectable business, man. And let me tell you, these chicks are hot. I and can dig that. The reason why I got him, uh, I want to talk to him is because his, his, his company is not without You missed con- the spot, baby, right there. His, no, no, a little lower, baby, there. You missed that spot right finish. there. Let me finish. Let me finish. The reason why I invited him is because. Because the topless maids, eh? <laughs> his, com- his company does not go without. You never interrupted Jackie once. Not Charlie. I listened man. to the show. You didn't interrupt it's her once. It's because Jackie is mesmerizing. Let me. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to promote the rest of the show here. I'm trying to tease the show. I do, but I got. That's a good opportunity to fucking say something funny. Yeah, man. but let the man finish his sentence. <laughs> finish the, your sentence. The right. reason why I invited him was because topless maids, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> The show doesn't hit the... Pretty much. Topless mates is the point of the story. Well, to be honest with you, I really tried to get him to come here with a topless maid and clean the garage. Really? Over oh, that would have been dope. Um, I told him that Jackie loves boobs, but... I do. Uh-huh. It just wouldn't happen, but maybe next time. I could have asked him for employment. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you want, we could shoot a, a audition video. We can. We can clean my house in well, the garage. Well, I would do it with Sam, not with you. No, well, I'll shoot Sam it. Sam hires me. Yeah, but I, I'll shoot you a professional video of you cleaning the garage topless. Uh, you know I'll make it look good. Yeah, you would. So I'll Anyway, be, his I'll his, be the client. 
his <laughs> his company is not without controversy. Uh, there's a situation with freedom of speech and, of course, with uh, with good old-fashioned uh, uh, decency situations. And so, anyways, we're going to talk to him about freedom that. of speech. Also, yes, and we'll talk about the that. boobs talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, what else we got going on, bro? Oh, dude, today um, we I, ha- I had a chance to talk to uh, Grammy multi award winning Grammy award winning. Uh, singer-songwriter, producer, Stephen Marty. Yes, the Stephen Marty that's the son of one of his many sons of Bob Marty. Uh, right. I was, uh, dude, I was fortunate to hang out with him and uh, Ziggy and uh, that's cool. Rohan this uh, this weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was just, just hanging with him, you know, having, having talked to his people a couple times prior to uh, meeting him. Uh, they said, no, no, he's not doing interviews. I said, okay, well, I'm going to go hang with him anyways. So we had a few uh, a few words, and then he let me go ahead and ask him something, and uh, and and uh, for our show. So um, we'll share that with you later on. Awesome, Stephen Marley on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Choo! Also, like we do every week, every week uh, we're honored to have a real life journalist, hot chick, cool babe, um, just cool babe. What can I say? Jackie Casas from NBC. Smart. Smart. Okay. Can we say smart? <laughs> from NBC and Telemundo, Jackie Casas <laughs> brings us the news and dirty laundry. What do you got going on for news and dirty laundry today? Okay, guys. Tonight we have reaction on the first presidential candidate debate of 2012 and who did the best. Uh. Also, a deadly meningitis outbreak has spread to multiple states across the Yikes. country. I'll tell you if you live in one of those states. And finally, a very popular trend in Japan has caught some attention. It involves saline, your forehead, and a bagel. A bagel? Yuppers, I will break <laughs> it down to you and more coming up. On um, Yeah, and you'll hey, listen to that, that on your forehead, Holmes. On News of Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. Is that Cassis. a donut? <laughs> Ah, uh, Angel. You know what? When I listen to the <laughs> show, I've been on. I've been. There's been a couple of times when I. Hey, my forehead is salty. There's been a couple of times when I've. There's been a couple of times when I haven't been able to make it to the show, and you and Jackie pull it off without me. You do a fantastic job. We do, man. But I notice that you Dude. let Jackie finish her sentences. Listen, not for me. I'm elated. But not for me, Angel. For the <laughs> sake of the show, so we could, so the listeners can help me finish, help listen, you know, listen to a completed sentence. For the sake of the show. Let me finish a sentence. Oh my God! There was actually a period on the sentence. <laughs> but I'm gonna say it was done. It was done well. You did a good job. Uh, Thank you. Well, of course let, I let, did. Let huh? me ask you: How does it feel to sit behind you're an engineer show while you're trying to host a show? Your seat is really low, eh? Because that's how I roll. It's baby. really low. And actually, shit. I just raised it up right now. You lowered it. It must have been because you're so you're heavier than me. I was looking up at Jackie. When I got here right now, I actually raised it because you had it lower. I guess you're heavy. Um. So how was it? It was okay. It was all right, you know. I mean, you know, I had to, had to do a lot of things and shit. Let know. me let me tell you what I was doing. I went to Pensacola, Florida, for on a shoot, and uh-huh. the, the 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 idea was that I was flying there on Monday, I was working on Tuesday, and then I fly back on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Okay, I flew up there on Monday, had dinner, took a nap, went to sleep. The next morning, I get up. Right. No, and you listen to Twin Time. No, that was on Monday. Okay. The next morning, Tuesday, I get up, get ready, and they and they told me I was supposed to receive a call. To go on location around, around two o'clock. So I went to the Gulf, to the coast, and I sat there. The, the Gulf be- of Mexico. Yeah, I'm sitting there on the coast on the beach, waiting for somebody to call, and I'm reading my book and I'm posting on Facebook, pissing people off because apparently they don't have a clue about uh, you know the world. 
<laughs> and and they'll get mad because you like to to be confrontational. Eh? And and then and so what happens? I sat all day at the beach, finished my book, never worked on what Tuesday. You didn't work. Didn't work. And you were gone. Oh, and then I yeah. And, and they told me okay. We're, they finally gave me a call at seven thirty p.m. Meet us at the location. I go to the location, waited for thirty minutes. They said, "You know what? Shoot's canceled." Ah, um, so so, I, so you listened to Twin Talk. I listened to Twin Talk with Angel and Jackie. I went to uh, the Goat Lips Cafe or diner or whatever it was, and then listened, to Twin, like listened to Twin Talk there and had dinner. Goat Lips. Anyways, I got to tell you, if you've never been was to that, was that the, you the name of the waitress? <laughs> <laughs> if you've never been to Pensacola, you should go. You really? Know? What's so What's so cool about Pensacola? It's just nice. It's like it's nice and they mellow, and the Gulf is really nice. And you know, you know what's funny? No. Uh, Senator John McCain was there speaking at uh, at a at a restaurant there. It didn't he run for president? Yeah, he was the one who ran last last uh, election cycle. Okay. I wanted to go. I realized, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything. I want to go there, use my press credential with the camera that I have, and do an interview with him for Twin Talk. Okay. But. Well. It was like fifteen. I was like twenty-five minutes away from where I was. If I had known that I didn't have to work that day, you would have done. I would have totally done it. Awesome! That I was been, even thinking, oh my god! Yay! God. I would love to have McCain on Twin Talk. Will be <laughs> a little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> no, it would have been great. I would have had great interview with him. And uh, um, didn't he lose? Oh my god! I mean, you know. And, but this is a hero. He was in the Hanoi Hilton. He's a hero. That, isn't that a movie? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Based on the, on his story. Well, you know that was the last time I voted. You actually voted for president. Yeah. See, I know. I, I for years I didn't vote for presidents because I don't believe in in the whole presidential thing. And then for some reason I was compelled that year to vote. And then and then I and then right after I voted I was like, why did I vote? And then. And then uh, and now I'm deciding not to. I do vote locally in local initiatives. Though. I think you should vote presidents, though. Think nah, about it. My president doesn't exist. The one that I yeah, want. Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't matter. What happens does, is what? Yeah, exactly. It does matter. My vote doesn't matter. No, eh? it does matter because what's going to happen is this. Um, uh, one of the candidates is going to be president. Which one is more likely to 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 go towards the ideologies that you believe in? For instance, the Monsanto thing. You know? I see what you're getting at, but... But the bottom line is, it's like uh, I don't I don't like what the presidents uh, what they uh, and you turn off my mic. Uh, I don't I like what the mic. I don't like what the the presidents do, and I don't really believe that they're doing the right thing for our country, uh, for for me as an individual and my people. Uh, your people? Who are your people? Not the Americans. All the Americans are my people, and I don't believe that my candidate exists. So you're I'm never not gonna have, for you're it. never going to have the perfect candidate. You no. gotta. The thing is, yeah, you gotta find these, the you candidate. These, you gotta. You gotta look at the candidate. That, that's that, the that, least. The least of that the, is the closest evil. What's the word? The word. The word. The least of the evil. Let me. Fi- let me finish. That the the less the one who's closest to your ideology, because in, 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 in no matter what you do, go, one of those candidates is going to be president. So you might as well try and vote elect the one that's going to be closest to your ideology. Challenge. I'm gonna vote locally here, and I think, and I would implore the American people to to start becoming more, less, you know, more uh, apathetic, more, l- l- more politics. What's the word? Micro or macro? Macro. Macro is like when you're here. Yeah. And micro is like big. No, like, micro is tiny. Macro is tinier. Well, that be macro because you know, uh, buy locally, support your local businesses, 
and hold your local and that's your the situation local you'd government, say micro like your, micro journalism. Your local uh, government officials hold them accountable, and they're the ones, and and, and then think local because what's happening in the in the the, the White House is it's, it's all these different administrations are using just different you know uh, presidents and administrations to pass a long term agenda, and and, and and so local politicians. Don't do any. They're 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 honest. Is they're, what you're saying? No, no, they're no, more, they're more, they're more attainable. The you know what? I could slap them. No, you know no, I no. can't reach to the White House and slap them. I I could slap my local fucking <laughs> government here. Eh? And that's are you going to slap Obama? And so that's what I'm talking about. We, uh, we need to be aware like that because really think about it. I mean these 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 uh, presidential candidates are all bought off, and if they're not bought off, they're buying you off. I don't believe in all that. They're shit. all local pre- candidates are bought off as well, dude. For goodness sake, look what goes on in Los Angeles. Look at all that whole AEG thing. Well, all that whole AEG thing. They're going to build a freaking uh, uh, NFL stadium there, and they're going to bypass all the freaking environmental and taxes really? and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm going to go over there. You know? I need work. Look. <laughs> look. Just no, be- I hear you what you're just saying. Just because you think that, that, but- that local government is, and politicians are easier accessible doesn't mean they're not as corrupt. You know, but the thing is, some of these people are going to be in power anyway, so you got to vote for the one that is closest to your ideology. Uh, the apathy is going to get nowhere, especially when they're passing laws that are affecting all of us. That's if the you, thing is, if that you they, if you tune out, you, thing, if you tune out, you're voting for the winner. You're voting your your vote's going for the winner either way. But either one of them is going to do something that I don't want them to do. Period. You don't know that unless you're exactly. Act, unless I you don't did, know. You don't I, know and unless I don't you know take, what they're doing. You don't know unless happened. you take action. Look what happened with the genetically modified foods. The this has been going on. Then why bother? The, since the nineties, man. Why bother? Since the nineties, and and we're barely becoming aware of it. And why, you know? Well, for one, Mitt Romney was uh, somehow he's associated with Monsanto by being uh, one of their consultants or something like that. You know. Uh, uh, previously, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the president now, Obama, he appointed to the FDA this ex-Monsanto guy, but he's not the first one to do that. Uh, a lot of the uh, uh, insurance companies and stuff like that are, are going through these uh, 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 government uh, agencies and, and working there. Yeah, and okay, so forget. you know, let's not let's not vote for president. Let's not vote for president, no. Charlie, man. No, but you know what? When the country goes in a hell of a handbasket, you're it, gonna say it already is. What man. did I do? It already is. Anyways, it's time for your shoutouts. <laughs> hey, your shoutouts are brought to you every week by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts and uh, and tell them the twins sent you, but. I'll, I'll give you more information on that. I just want to give a shout-out to Mike and Edder, man. Thanks, guys, for preparing that dinner before the show yesterday. You guys rock it, eh? Mike and Edder, are give you some more information later. They're great caterers, and they made dinner at my house yesterday. Shoo! Also, a shout-out to Ray and my baby, Sam. Thanks for coming over and, and uh, taking us to downtown and hanging out. It was It was really cool. Also, a shout-out to Dr. B-Rad, eh? That's Brad or B-Rad, if you know him. Also, Rudy Hernandez. Hey, congratulations on your first, you know, being at the bar, first time ever after you're 21, eh? We popped your cherry homes. <laughs> also, Jesus Leon and El Medico del Plo. What's up, Holmes? It's great that you're there. I got your message. I didn't understand it, eh? Inbox me again, otra vez, eh? 
Anyhow, those are your shout-outs. Uh, you got a shout-out, brother? Yeah, I got shout-out. Jackie, I think you need to say a shout-out to your family. Yes, I have a shout-out tonight <laughs> to my sister, Gabby, and my brother-in-law, Hi. Carlos, who uh, listen to the show. And uh, they think we have a rocking show. Really? Angel, yep. they think you're funny. Ah, right <laughs> thanks, on. Thanks for listening to our show. Hey, uh, Angel could be the comedic break, and I'll be the voice of reason. <laughs> I'm okay with that role. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, my brother is is okay with that role. Um, those are your shout-outs, and your shout-outs Thank are... Thank you for speaking for me, brother. And, my, <laughs> and your shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts, because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10-420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte, Look them up, eh? I don't got their number, but that's 10420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. But we like to say Big Monte Homes. Anyways, tell them the twins sent you, and I don't know, they do something, eh? Those are your shout outs. Choo! Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every... And I'm funny, eh? Jackie's family says that, eh? <laughs> we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we rock it, eh? And, you know, um, let, let's get right to it. Um, the reason, Our next guest, the reason why I asked him on our show is because... There's <laughs> Topless an, maids, eh? That's there is, why. There is an odd... <laughs> There is an ongoing <laughs> debate on Facebook between myself and many of our friends about the about freedom of speech. And I contend over and over as a journalist and as a true patriot that we need to um, uh, protect freedom of speech. And sometimes that freedom and that liberty is not pretty. Sometimes it's ugly. Uh, sometimes they're they're silicone and. Sometimes they're well endowed and sometimes they're not. But nevertheless, freedom of speech needs to be preserved. Preserve the boobies, baby. So to that end, about freedom of speech, because I defend freedom of speech whether you're topless or not. But, you know, but, but the boobs talk. Listen, we, we talked at the beginning of the show about there being a Sam and everyone goes on a first name basis. Well, during the break, we were told that it's not going to be Sam on the show with us. It's Kay, because we're on the first name basis with these topless babes. Right on. So, Kay, thanks for being on the on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. 
Nice, nice. I'm very happy to be on the radio. <laughs> so thanks so much for being with us. First of all, damn, you're hot. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, you're tell, you can tell just by my voice? I could so tell this. This is, reminds me of those 976 numbers. <laughs> now, listen, Kay, really, um, I work in television. Kay, do you do Windows? <laughs> <laughs> We do. We do do windows. <laughs> Let me tell you, the reason why you're on Twin Talk with Jose and Angels, I work in television, and I shot one of those stories about the controversy of the big pink van parked in front of uh, different places in, in the valley with a big sign that says, Hot Topless Maids, dial 666. Huge. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the whole freedom of speech thing, can you tell us, what do hot topless maids do? If I was to call and say, hey, my, <clears throat> my office is really dirty. Can you come clean it? What happens? So what we would do, we just give you a little rundown of how it works. Really what happens is we send two people. Um, it's one very gorgeous girl. Um, she's going to be dressed in a French uniform. Nice. And she's going to clean your place for you. Topless. Nice. Completely topless. Wow. Now, the other girl that comes with her is her assistant. She is not topless, but she's going to be doing the dirtier work, like the mopping or the dishes or anything like that. So the topless maid is more the dusting and the light work. So, so like somebody, so, so, Kay, you have someone show up. The topless babe's name is probably like Kay. She shows up topless, looking voluptuous in a nice French outfit. And then, like, uh, Maclovia Perez shows up to clean, for real, <laughs> right? No, 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 no. The, the other girl is not, is, is, is beautiful as well. Okay. Her name's, yes. not, like, her name's not like Gretchen or, or, or Slavia. Or Bertha, right? No, no, nothing like that. <laughs> now, I'm looking, at no. some, I'm looking at some pictures on your website. Um, wow, mm -hmm. these girls are fantastic. So if I, if I called up, do I get to pick the size, bra size? Yes, you do. Ah, okay. You do, actually, because we go through a screening process with the girls. They are huge breasts. We have C cup or larger. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm really into, like, I like regular size cups, like 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 the regular C cups, you know. Mm -hmm. I also like the nipples. I like big areolas. Can we pick for that? Can we choose that also? <laughs> of course. If you any type of preference, whether it's the size or the ethnicity of the girl, we will follow the protocol. Whatever whatever the client wants, we will deliver it. So now, of course, this whole interview begs to ask, do these uh, cleaning appointments have happy endings? They do not. This, we are a strictly professional gig. We are only for entertainment. All the girls have to sign a contract saying that they will not engage in sexual activity with any of our clients. Wow. Wow, so it is strictly for a show. Just like, you know, if you go to a strip club, you're watching the girl dance naked in front of you, but you're not allowed to engage with anything with her. It's the same concept. There's no law saying that you have to wear clothes while cleaning your house. It's your typical Benny Hill episode. <laughs> <laughs> Every man's dream, right? <laughs> Every man's dream. Ciao. I can't tell you how many of my women I asked to clean the house naked. <laughs> Now, let me ask you, Kay, real quick. Um, I did hear that because you are not, a, per se, a strip, you know, doing a strip tease, you don't have to get a stripper's license. That is correct. Interesting. Because yes, they, they are not strippers. strippers. They're just topless cleaners. 
Strippers need a license? Yeah, they do have a, need, get a yes, license. Yes, you have to be licensed to be a stripper. How do you know this, Crazy, Kay? right? I don't, How, I don't, I don't, I can't wrap my mind around that one either, but. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Do because they... I guess the only way to make it legal and so that, and the girls get taxed at the end of the year is, you know, so that they, they have to be a professional license. So, Kay, how long have you been in the housekeeping business? Well, I have been doing it for about two years, but topless just a few months now. You wow. know what, Kay? If you came to clean my house, I put my air conditioner in full blast. <laughs> 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 no. Okay. So you've been doing this for a couple of months, you say. Um, yes. What? Uh, tell me about the first time. They're hotting. Eh? Tell them. me about the first time you did this topless. What? How? How was it for you? Was it good for Honestly, you, babe? Honestly, I was very. I was pretty nervous. I was pretty nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was thinking, how is this gonna work? Do what, I'm gonna just be stared at while I'm cleaning? Like, of what's course. Going on? But honestly, <laughs> when I got there, I was lucky. My first, my first couple, like the, the guys, were really nice. They were extremely fun. It's it's all entertainment. We, you know, it was strictly professional. And I mean, they got a kick out of it. They loved it. So <laughs> it, I, I enjoy it. And uh, all the girls who are here, they they have no complaints. They're loving it. We're very busy. So let's talk about that. <laughs> let's They're talk. very busy. <laughs> recently, recently, there's been a lot of um, coverage because all of a sudden, the big pink vans that say, you know, call now eight one eight six 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 huge for topless maids. They're popping up. <laughs> no pun intended. Everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> now. Um, of course, it sounds like there's there they are uh, trying to enforce some kind of laws against your advertisement. Um, your right. your uh, management is uh, fighting it against you know uh, uh, stating uh, freedom of speech laws. How do you feel about that? Honestly, oh, real quick, hey, think... before you continue, yep. let me imagine yes. you topless as we have this political discussion. <laughs> Okay, you, you can you can imagine me naked if you want. Awesome, <laughs> nice. Please let's talk about the First Amendment and whatever amendment well, pops up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my opinion in all of this is that everybody is just who's making a big deal of it is just bored with their lives. They have nothing else better to do because we're 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 we're, we're what are we doing that's wrong? That's any different than a strip club or a, a whorehouse. You know, I mean, like, that's that's extreme. I mean, <laughs> these, those people are not, you know, and they're making the money. I mean, we're a legitimate business. We have our license. And, I mean, everybody, like, the city of Burbank wants to shut us down. And, and make, they're the reason, like, all of this has gone viral and crazy. And I'm just really, that's just an uptight city. Who doesn't want to have any Yikes. I mean, we're getting so much positive feedback. It, over, it outweighs the negativity. Like, we have so many people in supportive of us. Can our radio show get a discount? Well, if you go over three hours, you get a discount automatically. But how about the discount just because we're giving you this publicity? And you burn 200 <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> we'll give you half off. How about that? Awesome. But that, I want, does, that, does that only come with one boob? <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll get both boobies included. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, real quick, let's find this out. I also heard that because of all this controversy and coverage, now all of a sudden, not only are you inundated with service calls, but you're also inundated with women that want to work for you. 
That is very true. We we keep getting calls every day. So many girls want to come in and work. Our girl, Jackie Casas, she does the news for us here on the radio. And when she heard about mm-hmm. you, she said she would very much like to work with you. What would be the requirements? Requirement is she has to be anywhere on the scale of 8 to 10 in the face. Oh, my um, gosh. She's, she's a 10. Stomach. She's a 10. Awesome. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Has to have flat stomach, perky booty, and beautiful breasts. Natural breasts. Hold on. We don't do fake boobies. Hold on a second, Jackie. Jackie, show us your breasts. Show us your breasts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> so, what what does this cost? What what does this cost to hire a top, hot topless maid? It's ninety nine dollars an hour, and we require a two hour minimum. So it's two hundred bucks. I need my lawn yes. done. Now if, now, if you want to be cheap and only get one hour, it'll <laughs> be 119 <laughs> Hey, can I give you my leaf blower and you can blow my leaves? <laughs> of course. Nice. We can do anything needed done in the home. Nice. Uh, ja- um, Laundry, dishes, everything. You just want to keep on talking about my boobs, don't I'm you? saying Jackie, and I'm, say- and I'm, I'm imagining uh, I'm a topless babe, but I'm saying Jackie's name. Could you imagine a topless babe wearing one of those, those uh, leaf blowers over? Over your back? Wow. Like the Mexicans wear? That'd be sexy. <laughs> I wonder if that's dangerous. That would be, I mean, somebody might get a kick out of that. It might turn somebody on. Who knows? <laughs> I'm on your website right now. It's pretty simple, to the point. It has a picture of several hot babes. Um, it's got a cute cartoon of a rather bosom woman. But I just must tell you, tell your webmaster that they spelled guarantee wrong. Uh, <laughs> did they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, they're, they're sure distracted by the boobs. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Nobody's going to notice. Everybody's just looking for boobs. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much for for being on t- on radio with us. Will thank you, you. I had a pleasure talking with you guys. One thing, if mom and dad were to come around and say, honey, what are you doing? What would you say to them? Well, I'm not from out here, so I don't think they will ever find out. (laughs) But if they did, I would say, Mommy, I'm making an honest living, and I'm making $70 an hour doing it. Nice. 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 There you go. You know what? Before I let you go, what what, can you give us a fun story, something that happened in one of your topless events? Okay. One of the funniest things that happened? Yes. uh, I showed up, and... I was told that all the supplies would be there, mm-hmm. so I only brought a little bit, a few, like a few rags and like maybe some Windex and some something to mop the floor with, and it ended up they didn't have anything. So I had to literally get on my hands and knees and scrub oh. the floors <laughs> with bleach. Oh. And they, they loved that. They really loved that. They did. But I was not too happy with it. <laughs> I have a question. So when you go and clean a house, is there only like a limit of how many people are in this house? Or what if you show up and there's like 10 guys? Oh, good question. Who uh, watch you clean. Jackie wants to know if you guys have a limit as to how many people can stare and watch you. No. During one of the, wow. There's no limit. So we can, can do in. parties. We can do office Parties, oh. there's no limit. We could do like a bachelor party, clean the, the bachelor pad. There you go. We have a lot of those. Wow. A lot. Wow. Yep. We'll tell you what, we're going to call you from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We broadcast out of Theo Luis. <laughs> we do. We, we broadcast out of Theo Luis's garage. That's a good idea. And we're going to have you come and clean during our radio show. 
Is that okay? That would be awesome. That would be perfect. Okay, we'll be in touch with you very soon. Thanks for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Okay, you're going to hear from us. All right, I look forward to it. Thank you guys so much. Okay, bye-bye. Have a good Bye-bye. Wow. That's and, interesting. I bet you she's from the Midwest. She had that Midwest flair about her. Jose, um, just uh, put the air on really high. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should hire her and have her come to, um, to uh, Theo Luis's garage, and she can be cleaning the garage while we're on the air. I think that and would we'll be, take photos. That would be totally dope. We'll take photos that it will not necessarily reveal, but just to show that we actually have a topless Made. made here. Yeah, we'll we'll we black do. out her eyes. And it won't be me. <laughs> black, her black out her eyes. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's funny. Anyway. As you know, when we go into this guttural beat, that beat that makes you want to take your top off. <laughs> makes you want to turn on your high beams. Bring out the ice your cubes. High beams. Yeah, bring out the ice cubes. Ladies and gentlemen, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, our very own journalist, multimedia journalist, Miss Jackie Casas, with the news and dirty laundry. Yeah. I like that she said that they had to be natural boobs. Yeah. I'm all about that. That's cool. Oh, I didn't hear that part. But what if there's a guy that likes smaller boobs? Then maybe they go to a different company. Huh. Hot, topless silicone babes. No, I said small boobies. Oh, small. Oh, well, C's aren't small. They're regular size. Well, I know, but like small. I'm saying like what if you're, an, uh, you're a guy yeah. that likes an A cup or uh, a B cup? I would like that. Like say one day I'd like to get a C cup girl and then one day I'd like to get an A cup. I'm all about, look, I've never been a boob like got to have the big boobs. I like the variety. I always have like the variety. Like if I've been I in, like boobs. <laughs> no, like if I, if I was ever interested in a girl and I started dating her and I uh-huh. – I promise you the first thing isn't the boobs I noticed. But if I did What know- is it, the ass? It's really the personality. I oh swear. Oh, my God. That is such bullshit. It's so true. It's a turn on. That is such bullshit. You know what's the first thing I look at? What? That she likes me. Oh. She's got to like me. It's got to be easy, Holmes. You know, I can't <laughs> be just like chasing that chick, eh? You know, it gets expensive, eh? <laughs> you guys no, really. are so full of but, crap. But if I notice that the girl has, like, smaller boobs and, than average, uh-huh. then it's a turn-on because it's notice. variety. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's variety. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, small boobs to play with this time. I can't really say, you know, what I look at. You know, when I used to look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to remember what it is. But. Because, no, not the butt. No, no. <laughs> But it once, could be the butt. But once I get to meet a girl. If she's looking be, at me, then it won't be the butt. Because typically the girls that I'm attracted to, are, I meet them organically. It's not like I'm out at a club trying to find a chick. No GMO? It's somebody <laughs> It's somebody that I've worked with or somebody that I have constant contact with uh-huh. on a regular basis that I get to meet and I get to like and kind of dig the chick. And then I start notice physical attributes. You know? And then I'm like, ooh. The like first her. thing I notice is the skin color. You're thinking something. What are you thinking? I'm thinking you guys are full of shit. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, it's because you're... I look at the personality. <laughs> I'm attracted to your energy. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that is such crap. Can, listen. listen. You, know, you know if some girl passes by with some hot ass and some cute little boobies, you're like, what's up? <laughs> That's, it's not her personality. <laughs> I do like me some booty. I love booty. Yeah. I like booty, 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 booty. I like the, I like booty. 
makes Smack me think of some songs. Hey, uh, Kiss the booty. Bear the, the face in the booty. Collarbone's pretty good, too. Oh. <laughs> I can give a mean collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on from the boobs. We'll talk about them later. <laughs> All right. So we start off. Last week, we had the first presidential debates of the election year. President Barack Obama and Republican candidate Mitt Romney um, spoke at the University of Denver. Can you say choke? Well, stand by, dude. Uh-huh. They both repeated their proposals to revive the economy, lowering corporate tax rates and education. Excuse but me, Mr. Moderator. I go next because my, my co-host went first, so I go next, <laughs> Mr. Moderator. <laughs> but by most accounts, President Obama unfortunately lost the debate. Critics Mo- say he was lackluster and choked on stage. Romney was described as aggressive and on point on the stage. However, controversy must always arise within the debates in itself. Romney uh, made a comment to the moderator that he said, uh, what was his name, Jim Lehrer? Uh, he said that he would kill uh, the funding for PBS and social medias went bonkers with images of Big Bird that Romney wanted to kill Big Bird. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. <laughs> Saying that uh, Rob- Romney doesn't care about um, like education for kids oh. because PBS is, you know, the massive, massive um, network for Sesame Street. Yeah, I do that. I agree with that. I totally agree with it. I'm, I, you know, I, I watched part of that. I didn't see that part of the debate. I did see that that he was very aggressive. He was he was really pushy and shit. No, he okay, was, okay. He was he was I I would say, but it's I just think it's kind of retarded. But in 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 the sense of the lackluster thing, because Romney came out with energy and and Obama wasn't. Yeah. Okay, here's the but deal. But they both really. Their points, it wasn't really, I don't really feel, because of the format, the format, the moderator kind of let them just sort of yeah. do they their thing. Over, over it wasn't time. cut off like short to the yeah. point and clear. They kind of like ran and blended all of their answers and it was kind of like this, going back and forth. this mixed mingled shit. And Hold on a second. Front, they I, I'm not in Pensacola anymore, folks. <laughs> Can I chime in here? Sure. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's what I have to say about that. I really think... First of all, uh, the flow, the format of the show was changed, was a different format. It was a new, different format. The format was perfect. I'll tell you why. Because for the first time, you can actually see a man, man, like toe to toe, without the, the, uh, anybody moderating, really, they could just free form. Mm -hmm. And Obama was just as free to be as aggressive or to come back as, as as Mitt Romney was, and Obama didn't. Obama, Obama did not show up, and it all has to do with the fact that one, Obama has no record. His record sucks. You know what happened? Oh, you no, know, you know why he wasn't aggressive, eh? Because he kept thinking about fuck. I forgot to get my wife something for her anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this it was their anniversary. And, and let me tell you something. Oh, he was thinking about what he was going to do. Later, I know right? it was his anniversary. <laughs> I, listen, let me tell you something. What's his wife's name? Michelle. Michelle, baby. let me say something. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the truth came out here. Fortunately, the truth came out. Obama, President Obama, has a lackluster record for a very slight way of saying it. And two, President Obama did not have the uh, the uh, the fallback of 
of a teleprompter like he always does. He wasn't prepared because he he first of all he says over and over he doesn't like debates. Well, I'm sorry, that's part of the process. And frankly, if you're the president of the United States, just by default, you are prepared. So on top of that, you should have been on top of it. The thing I thought that it was, was pretty boring. Man. The thing that was interesting is I that Obama noticed that Obama kept looking over and over at Jim Lehrer like, uh, "Save me!" Like whenever Jim Lehrer looks like it sounded like he was about to ask a question, Obama just looked at him like, "Okay, like okay, ask it, please." And he never looked, never looked at Mitt Romney whenever he spoke. I think it's he what? never he never looked at when he looked uh. at Jim. Watch it. He looks at you. He looks at Romney a couple of times when Romney yeah. was talking. Only when he was talking, but when he addressed, uh, when he spoke, he addressed the moderator. He never faced Mitt Romney like saying, I'm debating you. And that's 101. Debating 101 is face your opponent. And he didn't do it. That's um, That was wuss, man. Well, former presidential hopeful and environmentalist Al Gore came up with his own reason and came to defend President Barack Obama. He thinks that it was possibly Denver's high altitude uh. for the president's dismal debate performance. <laughs> he said, uh, I'm going to say something controversial here. He says that uh, Obama arrived at 2 o'clock in Denver and that Mitt Romney pre was preparing for the debate there in the city of Denver. And he said, when you go to 5,000 feet and you only have a few hours to adjust, well, I don't know. Uh, I think that's kind of a retarded defense. But uh, he, no, Al Gore, please. Like, you want to help Obama? That's let, not let the way. Let me tell you something. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you the the. the I'm I'm fascinated on how fascinated people are on the presidential debates because they're to me personally they're absolutely boring and and uh and it because it's the same thing over I and think this over one was boring honestly even though Mitt Romney was, was 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 on it I I felt like because okay when when you have a debate you have both candidates debating and Obama didn't come to debate. It was just Romney. And that makes it, that's what makes it boring. I want to see both of them go at it, you know, and then that will be a real But you know what made me. it not boring for me? Um, the fact that even I was just blown away but see, at, at, the, at, at Obama's dismal appearance. The way he but, just did not show up. That alone was just like, was watching, like watching a, like, a train wreck is not boring to me. That was a train wreck because at every minute you kept expecting Obama to finally arrive, and he didn't. And this man who's been hearkened as he got the Nobel Peace Prize before he even did anything. He, he, he's been hearkened <laughs> as like the, the Messiah, the guy's going to save the world. He's got so much charisma. And he can shoot hoops and hang out with you know, Beyonce and Jay Leno and hold his own, and he could sing like Al Green. But the guy couldn't do the most basic of things when it comes to uh, politicking, and that's debating. <laughs> and that was, and that was <laughs> amazing. And that says a lot about what Obama's qualifications were when he came into presidency. He uh, he had some fundraising events here in California of the, over the last two days, and he uh, at one of his fundraising events he mentioned that uh, he 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 didn't do so great. And he kind of made it sort of like he a, said a joke. He kind of said yeah. it's a joke, like yeah. I, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't perform so great. And uh, some people thought it was funny, and some people were actually offended by it because uh, 
uh, they don't take their politics too lightly. And they're like, that's not a joke that you suck. <laughs> well, because they spend so much money on them, that's why. I agree. And I think it's offensive. I, I heard that sound bike when he was at the fundraiser. It's offensive that he, that he said that to his people? Yeah, because it, this is the president of the United States. That they're, they're investing a lot of money in. And they're investing, uh, yeah, they're investing the future of America. And they're saying, what do you mean you didn't show, you just screwed up? You didn't show up. How dare you laugh it off? This is a serious point. And he laughed it off. And he's so smug. And we it should, bothered we me. should but laugh it off. But people who said, uh, that's not funny, that's not a joke, probably weren't at his fundraising event. So they shouldn't feel bad about putting money yeah, but, into it. Yeah, no, but it's not about that. Whether you put money into it, I'm saying you put your, your, your vote to it. That's the future of America toward him. Yeah, they probably and aren't others, voting for him either, though. Uh, you know what? If I was, I th- think that people should be able to laugh at themselves, and if people can't join them laughing at themselves, then they're full of shit. No, but it's not about laughing it, at themselves. It is. It it's is because laughing. you know what? Because the bottom line is, this is what. If I'm Obama and I'm up there and I'm thinking, dude, I kind of fucked up on this debate. But you know what? I got some more coming, and I got some. What? Locks. No, yes, you know what? So it, right it, now, it, let's let's laugh it off and don't be such a pussy about to it. To me, there's two things you could have done. One, apologize for it, but of course he's not going to do that. Because you don't want to do that. You, you'll, you'll, you'll admit weakness. Or two, don't say a word and move on. Be- La- laugh because, it off. No, no, no. If you laugh it off, you're, you're acting smug yeah, but if he about did, it. If he did one, you know, uh, say He'd sorry, weak. he would get criticized. Yeah, you don't. If he said nothing, he would get criticized. No, you say nothing, so you he, move on. You so s- he laughed. And he gets criticized. So no matter what he does, no. he's going to get criticized. You move I on. think he might as well laugh. You move on and don't say anything and just start going based on your record. The next time, go out there and kick ass. But, but you, don't laugh it. Don't act smug about it. Because that's his, that's his whole attitude. You know, what, you know what the irony about this whole, these whole debates? And that's why one of the biggest things, because I, like I said, I don't watch none of this shit. And I was watching You should. It. I didn't watch the whole thing because it should. was really boring. And then I wanted to go have my cigarette and my beer outside anyways. Anyways... Is that it's it's so sensational, just like any like sports, you know, like your you got your football, you got your baseball, you got all that, which is great. Don't get me wrong; it's nothing wrong with the little sports here and there, but it's so sensationalized, and and that is part of how how uh, to uh, get how to get the people emotional because people make decisions on their when they're emotional. So they sensationalize the whole thing so that they can get your vote. And next thing you know, they make you feel all patriotic. And really, they're not really that, let me good, ask, let me, that good of presidents. Really, let me a lot of that. bullshit going on out let there. Let me respond to that. And, and, and shit. Let me respond to that. You're acting like if they make it sensational. You know what? 50 million people tuned into this debate. Do you want to know why? Because 50 they, million be, people want to see it. Because 50 million people want it. A lot of those people want to see what each of the candidates have to say about health care, about national security, about Medicare, about Social Security, but, about Wall Street. So if, wait a minute. Let me finish. No, no. But, wait, but, but let me, you, you said your piece. And, you're, and, you're, and that's why it is important because but, people – one of those people is going to be the leader of the free world. And these people are watching because they want to know who is the, board, the person they want to wa- the uh, vote for. Is, out of uh, every debate, I'll tell you, every debate, there's so much that's said and so much that later on they don't really do. Okay? I mean, the, the, the debates is just a, a, a platform for them to see who's better at arguing at each other. You know, who, that's partly it. Uh, of but, course. But but they're, you but know, you want to they say it they're, they're, they're It's all circular. It's all the same shit over and over every time. And they and no, no, no real clear answers. And anyways, whatever they say, they're not really going to keep their promises. OK, B- bottom line, it's just the way it is. 
you know, that cynicism is going to cause that kind of If we had 50 million people we say— We need to have— at My turn. If, if we had 50 uh, no, million— you, it's your turn all the time. No, you just finished a sentence. I, so, so it's my turn. Yeah, but see, you, you don't see, But you keep saying the same thing over and over again. Angel, I heard it already. this is twin talk with Jose. No, I know. So let's go to you, something else. Listen, I'm talking now. Go talk. Listen, if 50 million people felt the way you did— uh, this country is going to go into hell in a handbasket because people are going to say, oh, fuck it. And so whoever wants to be a, a president or whatever can be president and become a, and the, the country can go to hell in the handbasket. That kind of cynicism is, is what's bringing our country, it's partly what's bringing this country no. to, to hell. I think it's the other way around. It's that, it's that hyper patriotism that is, is making our, 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 our country in a hell in a basket because we, we don't necessarily know what's going on with our, with, uh, behind closed doors in, in our government uh, entities and all that kind of shit. Why? Because we're so sensationalized on what, what's happening on a debate. You're just tuning and all out. This kind of shit. You're just tuning no, out. No, Charlie. You are. You're going outside having your cigarette and having your drink. You said it yourself. Yeah, but. It's too boring why, for me. Why, I don't, well, why well, am you I going to watch it? Because well, you, what you're saying well, is no, you, don't, you don't care I, about. I'm not, no, national security. I, I do care about national security. I do care about all that stuff. But the bottom line is what I'm being fed on television is just the stuff that is controlling the masses and to this hyper patriotism. And, and that's why we, we either forgive things that, that shouldn't be forgiven or don't see things that should be seen. And, and when you step away from that is when, it, when you start to awaken to it. So you choose to just not participate. Indeed. And how does that help? No, it out? I'm not. Partic- how does that help it? Out? How does it help that I watch a fucking debate? Tell me. I'm not going to vote for either, either one no, of that's them. That's what I'm talking about. If you're not voting, you're not in the part of the how debate. How does it help? So let me ask you. Why do, you do, do why not participate? Why are you not? Because partic- my candidate does not. No, exist. let me rephrase it. No. What, how does it help not to participate? Because one of those two men is going to be president. I'm asking you. I'm telling you because my candidate is does not exist. No, but my question is not that. My question is how does it help by you not participating? What? Participate how, dude? I I, I participate uh, locally. Look, dude, I just participated in getting this Prop 37 on a ballot. I stood out there talking to people, but, connecting with people, getting signatures with people, and I'm still doing this. I'm participating. I don't have to vote for the president. I'm not saying you care. do. I'm asking you how that's going to help the situation. That you're so how is it going to help th- that I vote for no, a president that I don't believe in? Because you're so obviously so upset about the way the state of the country is. But, I am because neither but, one of them is, is going to do what I think needs to be done. Bottom line. The, okay, that's a very good point. Unfortunately, I was just no, going to A. I was just saying something. It's a good point, but. But but what, I, you, but let me say, but one of those men can very likely reverse everything that you're trying to do. And if you don't okay, pay attention you. to what they what they stand for and what they don't stand for, then you're just giving them you're complicit to it. No, you know what? I, I, I think that it's really it's it's a it's a crock of shit that that people that are that that have the position that I'm in uh, that don't believe in the presence that are up there and and don't feel compelled or the need to have to vote for them because of patriotism to be considered unpatriot. Uh, and to be considered, I never as, said that. As and to be considered as if someone that. that's not doing anything. Because the bottom line, everyone who votes for whoever's up there, they're they're gonna vote, and then they're gonna sit there and say, "Shit, I fucked up," you know? Maybe, maybe I mean, not. At, or, or or they they tell or their candidate didn't make it, but the other one did, and they're gonna blame him and say, well, "It was your candidate." Okay. Well, you know what? I'm not voting. You can't blame me. I'm gonna sit there and have my cigarette outside and not vote for that uh, president. 
or whoever it is, because he does, mine doesn't, my candidate doesn't exist. And don't, okay, and don't make it seem like it like it's bullshit. No, I, I didn't I say care. that. Let me let's see. I'm because, I'm, I'm discussing because with you 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 take. You, you t- I'm asking you how it's gonna. How does it help if you're not gonna participate? How does it you help answered. that I vote? I don't understand if I don't believe in a vote and I'm going to blindly vote for yeah, somebody. No, all I'm going to do is give give that person my go ahead. No, I never to said do whatever he. I never said agenda. to blindly vote. I well, never I said don't. That. Well, I said I never said that. I was just asking yeah, but, you how it. What's how, what is your solution? Because you you're plan saying because you're saying you want me to vote. No, I'm and, not. I'm asking you. Okay, you're asking what me. the solution is. Well, you're asking me. What what is the problem? Listen what? to my question. Don't no, try to read no, between the I'm lines. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to read. Listen to my question. Look. How, but I'm answering you. Why should I vote if my candidate isn't there? Okay, there's my response to that. It's another. question. I heard what you said because there's oh, my, because one no, of them might let be. Let me ask you. You have no. Be, I already said that. Let me ask you a question to what you just said. Your candidate doesn't exist. Yes. Describe your candidate. No. Uh, well, then if you don't know, no, I, I, my candidate does not exist. My first of all, my candidate describe does not, your candidate. My my candidate does not. Uh, 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 how would I say it? Uh, um, he is not privately funded for one. Okay, you, uh, wait, he's wait, not, he's not he's privately not, funded. He's not one that's going to be taking all these super PACs. Okay, he's not one that uh, is very disconnected from the people like all of these candidates are there. Uh, he, you know, he's he's not one that's going to appoint. Uh, or 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 has any kind of relations with any of the corporations the way that these do, okay? That's why I have no trust in any of them because they all have. And you look in their past; they're they're very successful businessmen in one way or another. I mean, look at um, uh, Mitt Romney, who who says he's against abortion, yet he made a lot of money uh, on investments on some kind of drug that's for that's an abortion drug or something like that. Okay, all these all these candidates that you see up there, you look in their past. They're, you know, they're they're doing business or something or another that you know that they're up there doing business and that's all they're doing and that's why my my candidate is not a businessman. My candidate is a worker. My candidate is a is somebody who's grassroots. Cesar Chavez, here's the deal, dude. Unfortunately, and we should close this one out real soon. Unfortunately, one of those two men is going to be president. Yes, and, I know. and if there's and too he's many, not getting my vote. And unfortunately, too many people. If too many people are apathetic to the process. Then uh, unfortunately, our, our our country it still does not address the fact that my candidate is not there. You keep saying that just because you one of those the, two men is going to be president, I have to vote. But for you know, you have otherwise, to, but you have to I'm be apathetic. Re- but you have to be a realistic. A vote is a vote is a vote. But you none have to of be them realistic. earn my vote. But you realistically, to, doesn't own maybe my you, vote. Maybe you should listen to what they have to say. I, I How do. do you know they don't earn your I vote? I do. They might say something it's that the you same agree with. Circular shit. You don't know that until you listen. I have voted before on one thing, and I think a lot of people. In fact, I think probably eighty percent of voters will vote. On a candidate for one or two things, one or two things because eighty percent of the but you people want don't. It to be, you want the whole package to be perfect because that's what the okay what because if, that's okay. what the president the presidential candidates rely on. Let me ask you this: on one thing on Let, you, of course, because they know that they can't. Let's say one of those presidential candidates during the debate said. Uh, uh, let me ask no. you. No, let me ask the you. The answer is no. Le, no, because you're talking about theoreticals, and I'm going to give you a theoretical. What if one of them says, "You know what? And when I become president, I'm going to abolish." GMOs in the country from from coast to coast, gone, and here's just how I'm going to do it. He still doesn't get my vote. Mm, I'm telling you, Jose. I'm telling you, my because he the, my none, 
I think you're just arguing now. No, because, I'm not. Because I, if you really believe about GMOs, you're like, you know what? He's going to actually do this for me if I believe he's going to do it. Because, gonna... you know, the, the, while the president may have the power to veto and all that kind of shit, it still doesn't, you know, it still has, there's still a process involved that goes there. Yeah, but what if, if, still, what if, if he the convinced, people need it, what if, if the people want you, it. And if what the, if he convinced you that this is what I'm going to do? But it does but that's the thing is you, that's what a lot of the uh, people are doing is they're hanging on to one thing or two things while overlooking or not looking everything else and that's what the candidates are, are but you can't on. have a president that's going to be a please everyone on everything no of course not but you so, got but you have to have so, uh, um that's you know it's it's all fucked up man it's just all fucked up yeah you're never gonna vote move on to the next one Valio madre, dude. You just keep trying to argue, uh, trying to argue some sense into me, Jose. And I'm, I'm telling not, you, I'm and not, I'm telling you that this is where I stand. And for, you keep trying to argue. Angel, something, it's twin and I'm talk. Trying, we're supposed to I know, debate. But we're going in Why circles you, on it. That's what it's debates like de- are, Angel. I know, but I'm not trying to convince know, you to but do you're this. Going over Look, and over. I'm not going to drag you to the polling booth, Angel. Learn to debate because that's what our show I'm is. I'm doing it. Learn to fucking I'm debate. I'm doing it, Jose. But learn to debate because you're know, getting angry Jose. at me because I know, Jose. I debate. No, I'm not. This is what our show is. I'm not. Look at the title. I'm not getting angry at you, Jose. The yes, thing you about are. You're is- pissed off because you think I'm trying to cram something down your throat, and I'm not. I'm trying to have a debate with you because that's what people listen to. Okay? Don't get angry. I was enjoy the you, debate. I was telling you, I wasn't having, I wasn't getting angry. I have no problem oh, debating with you. But you were saying what I'm I was telling be, you, I'm Jose. Trying to convince you. That's bullshit. No, what I was telling you. I'm was having that- a debate. Move on to the next one. You can't debate healthily, dude. You suck. Move on. Let's have a debate, Jackie. I'm a terrible moderator. <laughs> I should have cut that one off a people, while ago. People have to debate. I'm not trying to. Con- the problem is that be- just Jose, Jose, Jose. This, I'm, talking this, to, no, I'm talking to no, Jackie. Jose because I'm you, to Jackie. No, because I'm. I kept trying to finish my sentence, and you didn't let me finish. And now you said let's stop it. So let's fucking no. stop it and go to the next no. one. Otherwise, let me finish my fucking. Finish sentence. your fucking sentence. But I don't want to nonsense. anymore. Let's go to the next one. I'm. I'm not even on the topic. I don't want to go I to that say one what anymore. I want. I'm not even on the topic. I'm let's just, go to the next. Now one. Now I'm just talking about debating. I know, and that's what I was talking. And I was. That's what I was trying to tell you. I was talking about debating too, but you don't want to. You don't want to listen because you, you just, think I'm trying to convince you to do something. See, Jose, I don't want to. No, you don't know. Learn to debate. You don't know what I think because you didn't let me finish. You just said it. You said it. I didn't. Re- I'm only repeating. What I you said. didn't finish, Jose. Whatever, dude. Move on. You suck. I'm gonna get another twin. All right, Jackie. Next one. All right. Well, health officials say that as many as 13,000 people received steroid shots suspected in a national meningitis outbreak. However, it's not clear how many are in danger. Officials don't know how many of the shots may have been contaminated with the meningitis-causing fungus. They, they were probably, uh, like my brother, no backbone. Well, <laughs> the figure... I have backbone. That's the problem with, with it. Everyone gets all offended because I have conviction. The figure includes not only those who got them in the back for pain, who are most at risk, but also those who got the shots in other places, such as their knees and shoulders. The number of people sickened in the outbreak reached 105 this week. Deaths rose to eight with another fatality in Tennessee. This is according to the CDC. Tennessee has the most cases, followed by Michigan, Virginia, Indiana, Michigan, Florida, Maryland, <laughs> Minnesota, North Carolina, and Ohio. Okay, how do you get spinal meningitis? Isn't that like your spine gets inflamed, right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a fungus. 
It's a fungal infection. But what she's talking about is the fact that, uh, was it 120 people were d- died over this, uh, this and outbreak? 100 and, uh, the outbreak has sickened 105 people, but dead eight people have died already. And what is this like a, like a spike? Like it's like unheard of? Is that what no, let, no let, if you would have listened, what happened is there was the steroid shots that were... The, oh, the, tainted? It's a steroid medication that's made by a specialty pharmacy that um, there's about se- over 17,000 single-dose vials that were infected, and they were sent Damn. out to 23 different states. So people across the country have been uh, affected by the meningitis. Uh, Some investigators oh. even found one sealed vial contaminated with the fungus. Damn, man. That's gross. That so, yeah, so that is terrible. Uh, it is inflammation of the lining of so the what brain do you do? You and get, spinal cord. You get some Matthew's foot, hold hand and shit, put it on your back. Your symptoms are a severe headache, nausea, dizziness, and fever. Can I just say something off topic real quick? What? Uh, I'm going to say this no. out loud, <laughs> and I don't care what, what Microsoft says. Bing search engine is the worst. Really? Yeah. Because every time I'm on Bing and I search something, like right now you're talking about the topic because I read about it earlier and I'm trying to find it. I, I do the search. I find the search page with all the, out, with all the results. Uh-huh. I, no matter what results I'm on, it, t- it redirects me. You know why? I'll tell you why, Jose. Because, you know, uh, News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas is ahead of the game, man. Ooh, I always hear the news I first like that one. here before I hear it. Any, in fact, I hear the news here before it even happens, eh? <laughs> <laughs> It pisses oh, me off. <laughs> this thing, always, it doesn't matter where I click, it redirects me. Damn, so people's backs are inflaming. Yeah, so uh, it's itching. treated with a high-dose antifungal medication, usually given through the vein in a hospital. Um, so now uh, there's multiple clinics that have received this um, medication, two of them being here in California. Um, so if will, that you use for, will that work for my toe fungus? <laughs> I should go check it out. Eh? The, t- the terrible thing about that is that these people are being treated for like back aches and pains, and they, you know, they have steroid shots because they're good for back aches, for severe back injuries or whatever, and they're getting these shots for pain, and and they're being inoculated with this fungus that's that's deadly. Yeah, yeah I think sucks, it's funny. The 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 pharmacy has now had a voluntary recall of their products. I, voluntary yeah right i'm like uh yeah that's kind of like a given yeah. like don't be telling me we're voluntarily recalling our products oh. uh yeah you better that's terrible all right guys that's moving scary, on. Dude. get that straight how the, my question is how does a how does meningitis how does a fungus get on a, a presumably steroid I mean, ster- sterilized object some vato was scratching well his that's feet. the key word <laughs> is presumably you know, sterilized yeah. object. Some at the factory assume. was scratching his feet, eh? Ew. Or maybe he was cutting his toenails. Oh, Ew. <laughs> and it fell into the steroid batch. <laughs> and then it just spread into all these vials. Gross. All right, guys. I'm going to move on to um, something kind of gross as well. I'm going to go ahead and post a photo of my next story uh, to kind of let you know what I'm talking about. This new... Um, body art trend, which is happening over to Japan. So, you know, we have these body um, art fads of piercings and tattoos and all that sort. Well, it seems like that's just kind of boring because uh, the new thing is 
bagel heading. Uh, bagel heading. Bagel heading. This bizarre look is achieved <laughs> by pumping saline into your forehead until a large welt forms. And then the person no. who's injecting the saline presses their thumb into the middle, and it looks like a big old fucking bagel is you, on your forehead. You're, you're shitting me. Uh, no. Yeah, I've seen that. It's weird. Why would they do that? It's temporary, but still, it's just... It's temporary. It's about 400 cc's of saline, um, which eventually, um, it's like about 16 to 24 hours that it lasts, and the body eventually absorbs that saline. But... Um, it's super happening in Tokyo for the last few years. And this just came out to kind of like mainstream because of a National Geographic show called Taboo. And they were following these body art fads. And, and now it's this bagel heading. And it's it's literally a bagel thing. <laughs> it looks like a bagel on your forehead. <laughs> it's, what is it? That's weird, dude. I don't know why. Like put I some said, cremita on there también. Put a little crema right there. <laughs> what if you Cream put, cheese? What if you put some like on your boyfriend or your girlfriend? You like lick it? Like jelly? <laughs> Listen, I'm about licking all I over women's body. For that, I baby. wonder if it's, like, is it squishy? <laughs> is it hard? I don't know. I've got no problem licking my, uh, my woman all up and down, but I've never thought of licking a forehead <laughs> shaped like a bagel. I've licked a forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> Keep going. I've licked nostrils. Yeah. Uh, no, that's. Are you a mocha licker? And uh, no, I mean like I didn't stick my tongue all the way up there, but you know, to you're cause uncomfortness. You're getting pink. I. <laughs> and I licked an eyeball. That one was accidental, though. Uh, what licking. were you trying to lick? Well, that's the that's the mystery there. She <laughs> <laughs> she was getting the contact out. <laughs> <laughs> He was out of saline. <laughs> Bagel head, chinitas, get out of here. So, yeah, it seems like these um, these saline injections came out, uh, like, about in Tokyo in 2007. So they've been happening for no, a while Charlie, over there. They started in Mexico, but they were putting nopales on your forehead. You know, the cactus. <laughs> you know, the nopal on uh -huh. your forehead. The cactus, así nomás. Oh, yeah, yeah. Move on. They were just sticking it on you? Yeah, you know, the big old nopal in the frente. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, so this one, um, you know, be careful next time you go over to the bar and you you pick up the new happening drink because a teenage girl has undergone emergency surgery after drinking a cocktail containing liquid nitrogen. Oh. She was uh, celebrating her <laughs> birthday party, and police say that her stomach. How old was she? 18 years old. What's she doing drinking a cocktail? I don't know. I, I don't know. She That's went really fast after that. Was she a, <laughs> it's because she was accused she of was being fast, eh? She was too fast. A good um, <laughs> part of her stomach had to be removed afterwards Shit. in an urgent operation to save her life because this liquid nitrogen, um, basically, it's it's like a chemical that eats your stomach. She must have laid some mino farts, eh? Uh. <laughs> mino pedo there. <laughs> uh, the investigation is still in its early stages, and they're still interviewing uh, witnesses to um, figure out what happened. But it seems like the drink, uh, the liquid nitrogen, which has become super popular recently in like cocktails, and chefs have used it for liquid their liquid nitrogen. They really liquid use nitrogen. It? Yeah, they use it in their dishes as well. It kind of creates some. Um, I don't get it. It's they? it's a it's a liquid form of, of the cold. gas. It's cold. It can yes, it can flash freeze 
substances. And some bars use it to chill glasses or freeze ingredients, producing this really cool, like gray vapor type of a thing. So there's several recipes that have been coming out with the liquid nitrogen cocktails. Because it makes it the, bu- the, the smoke come out. Yeah, kind of like a cool looking thing. So this chick celebrating her birthday, she had a drink and now she, she really shit. doesn't have a stomach. That's stupid. Sad days, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, that's you what you get for drinking at a young age. Just drink the worm, eh? Forget that <laughs> shit. You know, only white folks eat the drink the worm. You know? No. <laughs> you drank the worm before, Angel? Yeah, I did. Really? Uh, did you did you no. s- start seeing Jesus and stuff? <laughs> Who said that? I I don't know. They say you hallucinate, right? When you see the worm, you start seeing rainbows and Jesus. No, and I was, I was just, what did, what I was did you see really when you ate the worm? I've never eaten the worm. I was just really drunk, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I was drunk by that time to have eaten the worm. <laughs> You're like, I just peed up against the wall somewhere. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. A Pennsylvania man is suing a strip club, claiming that a pole dancer injured him so severely that he required surgery. Patrick, she, yeah, Patrick she, Gallagher. Sorry. <laughs> Let her talk, dude. Patrick Gallagher claims he and his friends went to a penthouse club for his bachelor party a couple years ago. His bachelor's package included a special performance from a stripper. During the dance, Gallagher was laying on the stage, and when the stripper slid down the pole with such force, she ruptured his bladder upon landing. The next morning, Gallagher <laughs> had to go to the hospital where he was told he had suffered suffered internal bleeding and had to go under surgery. You know what? I've seen some of that shit, and some of those chicks really do some really hard-ass stuff on these guys. They'll, you know, when, and, and they do it for the, first of all, the guys are stupid to get up there and, you know, subject, subject themselves to this, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I've seen some pretty hard, you know, gyrating, landing, you know, on guys' crotches and shit like that. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that guy's stupid. <laughs> stupid shit. He says he suffers, uh, he suffered nerve damage to his back and his hip, and he's now seeking $50,000 for medical costs, pain, humiliation, and mental oh, anguish. The let me just, uh, let me just. going to make mental anguish. Here's what I got to say about that. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of strip joints. Really? Never have been. That's uh, another bullshit comment from today. I hear that too. I don't go to strip clubs, I, please. I, I'm so saying you the see truth. them there with the dollar bills <laughs> in the front. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, when I lived in Las Vegas, um, I lived there a couple of years, and we'd be working some gigs, and we'd get off late, and all the guys want to go to a strip joint. I literally would get into arguments with my buddies because, like, dude, just give me a ride because I would, like, ride with them. Dude, just drop me off on the way. I, I don't want to go. Because to me, like, it's ridiculous to spend money to have a girl acting like she likes you, showing her and dancing, whatever, when I could go home and my girl could will dance for me for free and she digs me. Some fall in Pretend. love with their customers. Pretend, <laughs> Pretend that, she don't, that she likes you. Stripper love. No, I... To me, and I would literally fight with them, and they were like married and stuff. I'm like, dude, just go ask your wife to dance for you. I'm gonna go home and have my girl dance for me. Why do I need to do this and spend money? And I would, I remember a couple of times they dragged me in there, and I'm in there just pissed off. They dragged them in there. No, mm-hmm. I'm serious. It's the truth. I'm not a fan of strip clubs. <laughs> now, did you now. get dragged in there saying I'm an American citizen? <laughs> <laughs> now, if I, now if my girl wants to go to strip jump joint because like she wants to go like my lady wants to go to strip joint and check out a girl and get a lap dance then i'm all about that that's weird yeah i know girls that dig 
Get it. Come on, girl. I, no, I don't mind strip clubs, but I wouldn't want to go with my boyfriend. Yeah, like if a girl wants to, like there's things that girls do with their boy. The yeah, that's kind of weird. If my girl wanted to go to, but it, but if a girl wanted to go to strip joint and say, "Look, I want to get a lap dance," I'd be like, "Dude, I'm all about that." That. Is what true. if she were to say, "I want to see you get a lap dance"? Uh, I would do it for her, but I'm not a fan of that because I would rather ha- see my girl. I mean, if it yeah, turns, that's weird. If it turns all around, I, I would. But all I, I know is that that chick's gonna do have to do a lot of lap dances for that to pay for that shit. Man. Yeah, that's fifty thousand uh, dollar lawsuit right there. What are you talking about? That the, nina, the, the guy who's suing. Oh, I'm going back to that. We're we're on that topic. I remember that. <laughs> to fifty thousand. We're back on that topic. I forgot about it. <laughs> I'm yeah, all because I'm thinking of my girl getting a lap dance. I I really <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm I'm not besties with one of them, but I don't mind female strippers. Male strippers creep me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They're like all oiled up. They're like gay. And They're they all gay. move their schlong in circles. <laughs> They're really gay. <laughs> Remember that movie Bachelor Party? <laughs> yeah. With Tom Hanks and yeah. they go to the strip joint. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> I've seen them do weird stuff. It's very uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. We're like at a strip joint or like at a bachelorette party. In well, house. I actually did. <laughs> I saw it on a Real Housewives of Atlanta episode. <laughs> <laughs> you watched that? <laughs> Which is kind of worse than admitting that I've been to strip clubs. No wonder you're, um, you're still single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch every season. Um, yeah, they had a male stripper there for uh, a birthday party. And he a male stripper. Uh, yeah, I forgot what his name was, but he's very popular in Atlanta. <laughs> he's a very I forgot her name too. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very popular uh, male stripper in Atlanta, and he's talented because he can perform oral sex on himself. Whoa, 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 whoa! And, and they did <laughs> and they showed this on Real Housewives of Atlanta. They hire him for that. Well, I mean, not just for that reason, but it's one of his skills. <laughs> and uh, so one of the mom of the Real Housewives walked out because she's like, that's disgusting. It and, is. And what? yeah. Now, is that something that you find attractive? No, I think that's gross. What is gross about it? <laughs> that he can do it and he does it? or that? Well, he- I mean, okay, I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> that is definitely a skill. Like, how did you find that out about yourself? It, it might not be a skill. <laughs> it might just be a gift. Yeah, it can't can be a gift. It can't be. I But, like, how did he figure that out? Oh, I'm bending down to tie my shoes. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know I can do that. I better not do it when I have a Woody. I might poke my eye out. Yeah, seriously. I don't uh, know how he figured that one out, but point is, male strippers creep me out. Yeah, I, I agree. They, cre- they creep me out, too. They creep me out, también. <laughs> también. All right. <laughs> Let's get the topless maids in instead. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. Do you feel constantly overloaded at work? Yeah. Today all was one of those days. Yes, I do, all the time. Do you feel like there's really nothing you can do about it? Yes, I do. Well, if you <laughs> said yes to both of them, <laughs> congratulations, you have job strain. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you are along with the majority of Americans who have job strain. Uh-huh. Um, and oh my God! They're coming up with the, everything you can think of, dude. So that way they can quantify it and put it on the insurance and have somebody pay for it or or sue over it. I got job strain, so I'm going to sue. You know, uh, little tanks because I work there. Or whatever. Well, but how how do you quantify uh, a, a Neanderthal of a boss? <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you have? That's your boss is a Neanderthal? Well, I've got some yeah. tips here where you don't have to have a lawsuit. Okay. And uh, this will help you control your workload. So something, some tips that can help you uh, kind of like relax in your workplace is take your calls standing up. Take your calls Your standing phone up. calls. Stand yeah. up when you take your phone oh, calls. I could have used that because last week when I was in Pensacola on Tuesday, supposed to be working, this is the honest truth. I literally sat at the beach all day on the Gulf reading my book, posting on Facebook. I finished my book. When I was when I was done, I was sore for days. Sore from just my back killing me because I just sat for too long. Mm-hmm. Well, when you um if when you stand up, it actually improves your blood flow and eases your muscle strength because when you sit down, your breathing rate goes up 30%. Your blinking rate goes way down, and you tend to tighten your arms and shoulders without even realizing That's it. True. So they recommend um, – um, doctors recommend that you change your body position every half hour or so, and yeah, something as do. simple as being able to stand up while you're taking a phone call could actually help out your, your, your body right there. Yeah, I should have done that. Another thing you can do is um, go to a funny blog. Periodic breaks help you process and absorb new information and increase your efficiency. So if you go to <laughs> some YouTube and go look at, well, probably what I do is like look at puppies <laughs> online. Puppies? Um, yeah. <laughs> I look at puppies. But you can go to uh, FunnyVid or, or, or Crack.com and, and it lets you uh, – I look at uh, I look at topless maids. There you go. It <laughs> helps. Yeah, hire a maid. It helps your body, your heart's ability to recover from stress. Okay. Another okay. thing you can do is um, enforce the three-second rule. So the average working professional spends about twenty-three percent of his workday going through emails and looking into their inbox thirty-six times an hour. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it takes you an average of 64 seconds to return to a task once you've stopped reading the email. So allow yourself no more than three seconds to decide whether a message is worthy of your immediate attention. If it's not, kick it to the side and move on. Don't be checking your inbox every single (laughs) 36 times an hour. Just wait till you have to go to the restroom, you know. You could do that when you're in the restroom. Here's another tip. Put a green dot on your phone. This is your secret. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say put a green dot on your forehead. (laughs) No, (laughs) on your phone. This is your secret reminder to take one deep breath before you answer a call. Okay, everybody, take a deep breath. (sighs) Not only will you feel better, but you'll sound much more confident. Okay. I do that all the time, eh? That's nice, huh? Yeah. Um, And then I I hold it in. (laughs) And then I let it out, eh? Oh, God. Okay. Another one is Sometimes I cough after that, too. Oh, Lord. Try the office chair workout. An Australian study um, that was published last month found that just 15 minutes of yoga practiced right from an office chair can reduce stress. Yes. If you have a chair, sit right in front of it and get on with your office chair workout. Get on with your bad self. Right. Um, Another thing is Take a visit to Starbucks with your coworkers. Not only do you get to stay away from the stress of the emails, the phones, and the crazy bosses, caffeine can actually help with your efficiency during the day. Don't go too crazy, though, because it can make you kind of jittery. Yeah. And if you're anxious or if, you, if you're if you not a big coffee person, do a decaf or do a tea, and it'll actually help out uh, with your efficiency. 
And coffee does indeed uh, alert you, but you can't have too much because then I get I start to get hypertension. I like coffee. I don't usually drink coffee during the day. I'll, in the morning I do, but not during the rest of the day. At, at, at dinner time, I might have uh, a decaf coffee. That's about it. And lastly, for those who have to commute to their work, how about you take the scenic route? on to your way to work and on your way back. Mostly you have congestion, traffic congestion, or kind of a really hectic commute. It might take a little bit of time, but it might not even add that much time to your commute. Drive on roads with more trees and grass and natural scenes to decrease, decrease feelings of anger and frustration that you can get from having traffic on the road. Not an option? Well, go ahead and put on your favorite band's new album. And, yes. and there you go. <laughs> Uh, drivers who are who face frustrating and irritating uh, commutes feel less stressed when listening to music they enjoy. Like rock and roll music. Like rock and roll, guys. I like that. So there you go. There's some tips to help you out with some job strain that you awesome. might see. I could use some tips. You know what I hate? I hate that smokers go out and every five minutes, every ten minutes can go out there and take a smoke break. And it's okay. What if I wanted to take a little break all the time? That's a good point. I, I I totally trip out on how people that do that. I, that and, isn't and cool. And I can't. And it's okay I to totally do it. I totally can't. No, I don't like it. Yeah, that I I've I've actually noticed that at at, at my job. Yeah, it's kind at of every job. It's super. There's always somebody who get, can get can go over there and do their break on smoking all the time. Yeah, it's like where's blah blah blah? Oh, he's yeah. out on his smoking break. Yeah. Well, fuck that shit. I need him now. Yeah. Like, or I need a break, then. Yeah, yeah. Man. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on my breathing break. I'm yeah. gonna go work on breathing. <laughs> I'll be back in 15. I'll go do my uh, secondhand smoke break. <laughs> 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 my See yeska. Ya. Hell, my yeska break. Uh, it's funny because uh, it's funny you mentioned break because uh, it's time for a break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're gonna have. What are we gonna have when we come back, bro? Uh, when we come back, we're gonna have a. Uh, um, uh, Quick clip with uh, st- uh, the conversation I had with Stephen Marty. Uh, is that coming back? Yeah, we're gonna have that, and you're gonna have you're gonna do your Patriot, pla- Patriot uh, pass, pass and, and the chill out, and we're gonna have, of course, a little bit more of uh, d- news and dirty laundry. So we'll be right back. In all parts of We've the all heard the false corporate health claims before. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. DDT. Used right, it is absolutely harmless to humans and animals. The herbicide will open up ground areas. Now they say genetically engineered food is safe. If the large companies think these foods are safe, why are they fighting our right to know what's in our food? Vote yes on Proposition 37 for the right to know what's in our food. And we're back with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And, uh, you know, we're going to go to a music break. And uh, like my brother said, when we come back, we're going to have a chat. Angel had a chat with Stephen Marley. Yeah, the, uh, you know, Stephen Marley. <laughs> also, also, <laughs> also um, 
I also have uh, my Patriot Pass, which is something that I'm starting up uh, now because I believe that we should exercise a freedom of speech. And we have a little bit more news and dirty laundry. Anyways, we'll be right back. Like a hurt. 
Welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. Thank you for joining us every weekend. We are back. Every Tuesday. Did I say weekend? You said weekend. (laughs) Tuesday because Tuesday is Twins Day. And thank you for joining us every Tuesday on TwinTalkCast.com as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage. Now, um, you know what? Now it's time for a little thing that I like to call the Patriot Pass. Because I believe that if that our rights are like muscles, if you don't use them, they will shrink. So I'm going to take this opportunity to let America know, don't believe the hype. Remember, like the saying goes, the greatest weapon is not a gun, nor is it nuclear. It is the control of information. And having said that, after this debate I will say this from Socrates when the debate is lost slander becomes the tool of the loser the reason why I say that is because now after Mitt Romney demolished Mitt uh, President Obama now he's being slandered he's being called a big bird killer and they're they're defaming him by saying that he is uh, a liar Well, I'm here to say, remember what they said about him before? That he was an idiot, that he was fumbling, that he didn't know what he was talking about? Well, if you guys didn't TiVo it, YouTube it. Go back there and look at the presidential debate between Obama and Mitt Romney. And see who fumbled. See who looked like the bumbler. Okay? And I'll let you guys be the the judge on your own. Don't let the media tell you who is your candidate. You go, you do your research, pay attention on your own. Don't believe the hype. That was my Patriot Pass, ladies and gentlemen. Break your guitar, Angel. Break your guitar. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for indulging me. I dig that. That's from Kiss Alive 3. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. That was my hall pass. Did I say hall pass? My you Patriot said pass. hall pass. Patriot uh, pass. Patriot pass. There it is. Jose and his patriotic pass. <laughs> So now, uh, before we move on, uh, we're going to have a little bit more of uh, uh, news and dirty laundry. But, Angel, tell me, you just went to the Stephen Marley concert. Tell me about it, man. Um, yes, I did. I, um, I saw Stephen Marley had, ended up having his brothers there as well. And his son, uh, he's pretty good. Um, he looked like he's a, not even 18 years old. He came out and performed. Those Marleys them. have a million sons. They got like a bunch of kids. They're like procreators. Well, let me tell you, I, I have, I'm a big Marty fan. I love all the Martys. Uh, and, Go figure. And, and, I re, and they, they have my respect because uh, being, uh, having so much power uh, with uh, their music because they're so popular around the world, uh, uh, humongously popular, uh, yet they continue to, uh, to sing a song of of unity and of love and of lifting the people and and, and to inspire people to uh you know uh, um uh to greater things 
and uh, and they they don't have to, yet they still do. So, to me, they permeate a love and and what the Rasta and and uh, and reggae is all about. So, I thought that uh, um, it was a great privilege to meet them. I, I met uh, Ziggy Marty, uh, Rohan Marty, and uh, Stephen Marty. But this being his show, I I uh, I went there pre- hoping to 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 get to have a conversation with him, which I did. He didn't let me speak in the. Um, uh, he didn't. Uh, he he didn't want to do an interview, recorded interview, but having spoke uh, spoken with him a, w- a while, then he he uh, he actually offered to let me uh, ask him one question. So, um, do we have that clip set up? Let's brother? hear it. Yeah. All right. There you go. This is Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and. Uh, I've had the opportunity to uh, kick back with uh, Stephen Marley, the Grammy Award-winning singer-producer, uh, Stephen Marley, uh, with him. And I was having a few words with him. Uh, he didn't want to talk much on the air, but he did agree to let uh, me ask him one question. And I figured, what, what can I ask that my list, our listeners would be interested in, that my brother might be interested? And uh, uh, this, is, this is how it went. Bye. Marty, you know that uh, yes. right now the the, uh, the U.S. is going to be uh, voting for the next president, and I was hoping that maybe you can shed some light to the American people. And to the American people, president is 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 implied by a system, right? So that president has to go and do the same job that the system put him in place to do. Some people do it better than some, but we have a problem with the system, not the president. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Indeed. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Mr. Marley. Yes, indeed. There you have it. That's uh, Stephen Marley, a w- award-winning uh, uh, singer, songwriter, producer on uh, TwinTalkCast.com. Bye. There you go. Um, you know, I, I wish I could have had some uh, more clips of because we it was a nice it was a great conversation with him and uh, the guys were joking around. Um, uh, but that's how he, uh, he he allowed in. That was that was fine with me. I thought that that was a very, very uh, concise and very profound answer, and I agree with him. Good job, brother. Way to get down and uh, get the interview. That's why I think that, uh, uh, like I was saying earlier, that my candidate doesn't exist. I like the way that he put it, and I think that all American people should listen. Uh, you know, in lieu uh, or lack of another system, See that you know that the pres the candidates or the presidents are not the problem. It's the system that's the problem. And and what we continue to do uh, is is uh, as a whole as a nation is we continue to pick a side. And once we and that's what I was talking about earlier. I if tend we, to disagree. If we stopped though. if we stopped picking a side and started to and started to really look at the system. I tend to then disagree. Maybe though. we'd be. I we'd disagree be, in that in that. Um, uh, I think that the system, the democratic system, the democracy that the, that our forefathers instituted, is is the best democracy in the world. It's the people that screw it up. Yeah, it's not the system. Well, it's the people. The 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 way that the system. Well, you know, I I would have uh, liked to have more conversation with him on and to on that point, but. But that was a good get, brother. Yeah. Nice chilling out with the the Marleys, the of legendary course. Marleys. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Yeah, Holmes. That's how we roll, man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, oh, the music's on. <laughs> oh, oh, that's me. 
Ladies and gentlemen, back to Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. So, Jackie, what else you got going for us now? So, I'm going to talk about this person, (coughs) which my mother would probably call her um, or would say, (laughs) Because this is a North Carolina mom who decided to give her her 11-year-old daughter a tattoo. Oh, my God. Okay, that's cool. uh, She... (laughs) She is a mom uh, who is a tattoo artist, also sells Mary Kay uh, products, and also hangs drywall. This is according to her. <laughs> she hangs drywall? She does. She sells Mary Kay. She has hangs drywall. Wow. She. This is all according to her public Facebook page. And she says that she gave her 11-year-old the tattoo because she asked for it. It's a, a small heart that's near the girl's right shoulder. She says that she numbed her arm and that she didn't fill in, it, she didn't, um, fill in the outline. That's not the point. And that, uh, <laughs> she was not, that the girl was not in any pain whatsoever. Oh my gosh. She um, inked her daughter last year but was just arrested uh, a couple weeks ago or late September. What did they charge her for though? I don't see any reason to arrest her. Uh, She's due in court for um, a single count of tattooing a person under the age of 18. There's laws? Yeah, but she hasn't been charged with child abuse. There's laws. You can't get a tattoo under 18. She claims Uh, that she figured uh, that it'd be okay with parental consent since she is the mom and she gave the okay. Why can't you give a tattoo to a kid under age? Uh, You know what? I stand corrected. A kid can't get one without consent, but... She had the mom there, so I guess that isn't something. They give kids piercings. They pierce their ears. There used to be, in the 90s, there used to be a show called Moral Court. This is a situation that would fall under Moral Court because it may not be illegal, but it's morally wrong to get your fucking, what, how old is this kid? 11. 11-year-old kid tattooed. Come on. She uh, she says My son got, uh, he got an earring when he was nine. He used to rock that yeah, earring. Yeah, but that's different from a tattoo. T- tattoos, tattoos are permanent. permanent. So it was an earring. Earrings yeah, but you, you can you remove it, can and remove the hole seals right up. But uh, she claims that she thinks a former in-law told police about her daughter's, her daughter's body art uh, in retaliation. Ex. I would. In retaliation that, uh, of a police report that she filed against the daughter's paternal grandfather. So she's due in court next month to face this single count of tattooing a person under the age of 18. Now, I, did, I don't think I mentioned, but she's 30 years old, so she's a young mom. So maybe she just figured like... 30 well, is old enough, man. Well, yeah. 30 is a... That's not a young mom. That's a mom. Yeah, but you know what? Let me tell you what I saw at <laughs> it's soccer. It's Jackie's like. Let me tell you what I saw. I'm she's almost thirty, so I like to, to think I'm young. Okay. I'm not saying it's Don't old. I'm just saying that's not young, mom. Here, here, what I'm gonna <laughs> say. Let me tell you what I saw at soccer practice this weekend. Took my four-year-old to soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another four-year-old in soocer mm-hmm. okay this is all when they don't even have like a structured game they just chase the ball around and kick it right, right. yeah because they're too young they're still just learning how to run around and kick a ball one of his teammates had both his ears pierced at four uh-huh and what's wrong was with it that? like was it like a little baby earring or was it big old like big well, daddy rock he's a little white boy with his it was his ears pierced what's wrong with that Little girls have their ears pierced when they're babies. Well, girls get it when they're babies. What's the difference with a boy? With a boy, it's already it's socially acceptable for women because girls wear them and they pierce them. But for a boy, it's different. Uh, When you, uh, uh, granted, as a disclaimer, I will say that I got my ears pierced, and I think you did too at sixteen, right? Yes, sixteen. But mom did it. My mom did it. 
But but here's the deal. This is a kid. We were, at part. least at 16, we're, it's not like a tattoo. And at least at 16, we have an idea that that's what we want for fashion sense or whatever. And we I could already, just imagine you on the sidelines. Whose at, parents is that? No, I already knew whose parent was. And she, <laughs> his mom was kind of hot, except she had tattoos all over her. And she wasn't my type, except for that. But the thing this is, this is different than then. Let uh, me give you my argument. Why, bro? And then, and you know, the thing is this: I really believe that you set your children up for a stereotype that is not healthy uh, when they're that young. You know, because it's all about being cool in a sort of roughneck way. And that's how people perceive you from your peers onto your teachers and so on and so forth. And that's the uh, that's the personality that the child will tend to fulfill. I believe that you need to keep your kid as neutral as possible until he's old enough to start, you know, making his way into that that personality that he chooses it to be. But but you're kind of putting that on him. You're setting that kid up for a CD life. Well, that's my I, don't I just think he shouldn't be wearing earrings when he's playing football because it's too dangerous. That's all. It's a very good point. That's true. It could be a safety my, issue. That's <laughs> a very good point. They used to make my daughters take off their earrings at softball, and they were in, in high school. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of a good point. But, you know, I mean, piercings to tattoos, they're very different. I had a piercing, I think I was like 13, like on my ear, like on the upper earlobe, which was very uh, controversial. Um, and then I had a nose did piercing. They, did you look like a? Did you think you were a lesbian? No. Is that why? What's What's controversial about having your ear? Because you're a girl. Because you're supposed to, like in my family, that's kind of like an out of norm piercing. Okay. Your piercing is supposed to be just your earlobes. Um, but somehow I convinced my mom to get me that one. And then on my parents, without knowing, I got a nose piercing when I was like 15, and I got a <laughs> clear. I got a clear piercing. Which was like worse because it looked like a fucking big ass blackhead forever. <laughs> and I, for the longest time, I pretend I had a magnet nose earring, um, and I would wear it all the time. So my mom was so used to seeing me having something, she didn't realize for like months that it was actually a real piercing. Mm -hmm. Until one time, I remember I was driving out to work. <laughs> I was 16 years old, driving my sister's old car, and um, I had to back out of the driveway. And she's like, "Cabrona, eso qué?" And she's getting near the window. I'm like, "Bye." And I literally like backed out as fast as I could. I like your mom. She calls and you cabrona. She does. And I was like, oh, da, 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 nothing, nothing. Moving on, moving on. Well, so. so what does the tattoo say? Mi vida loca or what? It's a heart. It's a heart. It's, it's an not, outline of a heart. It's not a tramp stamp, is it? No. Where is it? It's on, on her shoulder. So. Well, well, you know. But that's forever. 11 She's 11 years old. Years old. Well, Who a, knows what they want on their body 11 well, years old? I think that's a poor decision on the mother. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Poor decision on the mother. That's but pretty conservative, I don't think, you angel. But I don't think it's illegal. I don't think that it should be illegal because that's kind of like 11 years old. Is Angel's got like a good point there. Um, um, whether it's legal or not, that's another issue. Yeah. I believe, again, I believe it falls into the moral court. I think that it's morally wrong. But uh, something that's... Freedom of speech. You know, legally wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Patriot call. <laughs> Patriot pass. Patriot pass. So... 30-year-old mom facing court. Not not the smartest of decisions to give her a tattoo. I wonder what they're going to do, you know? They're going to give her, <laughs> like, uh, community service or something like that? They, 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 they won't take the kid. Maybe they'll give her, like, parenting classes. What was it the, they're charging her for? Um, Tattooing somebody under the age of 18. Oh. She hasn't been charged for child That's abuse specific. or anything like that. No, but um, not the smartest I decision. I guess they're going to get her just like if she was a shop. 
You know what I mean? Like if if a kid went into a shop, right? They're gonna get her. But no, the shop would do it. I don't the know. The shop would. They would. They probably. I don't know. She'd probably pay a fine. So and there you go. Expensive tattoo. Moms, Anyways. don't tattoo your kids. Anyways, that's the news. Uh, we, should get her. we should get her on our show. Where is she at? Uh, I believe she's in North Carolina. Let's get her called in. I'm gonna We're going to call her next show. Yeah. <laughs> that's news and dirty laundry with Jackie Costas. Thank you very much, Jackie. You're Choo! welcome. When we come back, we're going to have Angel's Chill Lounge. Twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen. Perfect. You ain't either. But who's taking count? Is that what it's all about? To stay in the about bouts? Perhaps we can consider that everything is perfect. Not because of you or me, but not void of you or me. That's all we have to see, you see. And to not be tense and to do it all with ease, you see. Chill. One love. That's my brother's chill lounge. Thank you once again for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angels. We broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage. Right on. We ought to have him on our show one day. On, on TwinTalkCast.com. We actually should, huh? Yeah, that would be great. And uh, <laughs> you know what? You could always catch all our shows live on TwinTalkCast.com on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And... And on uh, uh, Live 365, because uh, we're on the li- largest radio network on the world. That's Live 365. Also, <laughs> you, if you want to catch our shows later or want to make sure you get them because you can't listen to us live, go to TwinTalkCast.com. And because we're iTwins. Uh, let you- me finish. And st- <laughs> go to TwinTalkCast.com and stream them there on demand. Subscribe to them for free. And it'll download on your gadget for free. And go ahead, bro. Um, 
I don't know. Just put <laughs> us in your gadget, eh? And put it on vibrate. And what he was going to say, because we're <laughs> iTunes, you could also go to iTunes and search on a podcast, search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Right on. Remember, we forgot to tell you guys that you could friend us on Facebook at uh, Twin Talk Show. Yeah. Also, follow us on Twitter on at Twin Talk Show. Yeah. And uh, please tune in every Tuesday. We'll catch you next week. Yeah. Right, bro? Yeah. What about Jackie? You going to say bye? Yeah, of course. And thank you, Jackie, for another News and Dirty Laundry. Of course. Have a good night, guys. You look cute with that little setup here around you. Oh, you cold? I'm cold. Sorry, and, and thank you for the booby girl. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? Kay. 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 Th- thanks to Kay from Hot Hot toplessmaids.com go yeah. to hottoplessmaids.com if you want a topless maid to come over to your house and clean and I want to thank Stephen Marley uh, Damien and Ro- Rohan not that they listen to the show but thank you for letting me in your in your tour bus and all that shit and, and they were making fun that uh, he he shut his brothers up and said he was doing a, a Rolling Stone interview with me <laughs> <laughs> alright man Th- tune in next week y'all Shoo! thanks